0: It's Friday the 12th, which does not sound nearly as sinister as its adjacent number. But this is the one-year anniversary of the state of emergency in Virginia, and that is kind of scary. What's not scary, yet, is 2021, which continues on ever so close to springtime. I'm Sean Tubbs, and this is another installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement, a frequent look at what's happening and what's happened. On today's show, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors holds their first work session on the proposed $466 million budget for fiscal year 2022. The Virginia Festival of the Book kicks off tomorrow, and Albemarle schools expand in-person instruction on Monday and are still looking for input on the next name or the continuing the name of Murray Elementary School. In today's Substack-fueled shout-out, Code for Charlottesville is seeking volunteers with tech, data, design, and research skills to work on community service projects. Founded in September 2019, Code for Charlottesville has worked on projects with the Legal Aid Justice Center, the Charlottesville Fire Department, and the Charlottesville Office of Human Rights. Visit the Code for Charlottesville website to learn more, including details on three projects that are underway. Charlottesville City Schools returned to in-person learning for kindergarten through 6th grade this week. And next week, Albemarle County will move forward to its next phase of in-person learning. Graham Page is the chair of the Albemarle School Board.
1: We will open in Stage 4 on March 15. This move was approved by the board on February 11. In this stage, pre-k to third graders will be able to receive four days of in-school instruction each week and grades four to 12 will have two days of in-school instruction. We expect approximately 7,600 students to receive in-person instruction, with nearly 6,000 other students opting to receive virtual.
0: Page said a survey showed that only 60% of respondents said they had suitable internet access to participate fully in virtual learning. A soft opening took place this week to help new students get to know their new school, and for old students to get reacquainted. Page said the future name of Virginia L. Murray Elementary School will soon be decided, and it could perhaps remain the same. The school system is reviewing names and respondents to a recent survey suggested to keep the same name.
1: While the large majority of survey participants supported retaining the school's current name, the most popular suggestion for a new name was Ivy Elementary School. A reference to the school's location in the western part of the county.
0: An online survey continues to be open through March 18th. To find out more, visit the school system's page on renaming. In other school news, Charlottesville Superintendent Rosa Atkins has announced she will retire effective May 31st. We'll have some sound from that in an upcoming installment of the program. The Virginia Festival of the Book gets underway tomorrow, one year after cancelling the last one in the early days of the pandemic. Jane Kulo is the director of the event, which will be held entirely online this year.
2: This will be our 27th outing. This year's festival runs two full weeks, Saturday, March 13th to Friday, March 26th. It is all virtual, it is all free, and it includes books in all genres and for all ages.
0: Unlike in previous years, events will be held one at a time, which means someone could theoretically watch every single hour live. So we believe
2: we've found a way to offer some of our best features and make the festival more accessible than ever. And we invite you and everyone to explore the schedule and find events to attend.
0: Kulo spoke to the Albemarle Board of Supervisors on March 3rd. You can see a link to the schedule in the newsletter helicopter or nearby car it's a helicopter i don't think you can i don't think i can hear it in the headphones you're listening you're listening to charlottesville community engagement this supported public service announcement from an anonymous supporter comes up next Do you want to support your public library by picking up a mystery bag of books? The Friends of the Jefferson Madison Regional Library are resuming their pop-up book sale this Sunday at the Gordon Avenue Library. For $5, you can pick up a sealed, pre-selected bag, choosing from mystery, popular fiction, literary fiction, classic literature, biographies, and sci-fi fantasy. The JMRL pop-up sale begins this Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Gordon Avenue Library. There'll be future sales just like this one in the upcoming weeks. The Albemarle County Board of Supervisors have begun their detailed review of the recommended $466 million budget for fiscal year 2022. The season has been slightly extended this year, with adoption scheduled for May 5th after a series of work sessions. On Wednesday, supervisors began with a look at the operating budget and began recommending potential things to add or cut. Andy Bowman is the chief of budget.
2: This year 22 is really going to be a transitionary budget. Our economy is stabilizing, but it has not stabilized. Our community is adapting as our circumstances change and people are impacted by the pandemic in very different ways.
0: On Monday, they'll talk about the school budget. And next Thursday, they'll talk more about public safety. At that meeting next Thursday, they will also set a maximum tax rate for advertisement if they decide to increase from the current $0.85.4 per $100 of assessed value. County Executive Jeff Richardson's recommended budget proposes no increase. But on Wednesday, Bowman told the supervisors that the transitional budget is intended to prepare for a post-pandemic world.
2: So even though this is a transitionary budget, we had to reflect in making recommendations. What are those things we can do to build a bridge now? So to make sure that we're an even more resilient organization and community when we uh, kind of reach the other side of our future.
0: This year's budget is 17% higher than the current fiscal year. That includes the capital improvement program. And Bowman said a lot of that change is due to the CIP.
2: Uh, the board may recall at the start of the uh, fiscal year 20 budget, many capital projects were put on hold. Some of those have been restarted, and that certainly plays into that
0: as well. Since Richardson unveiled his budget in late February, the General Assembly adopted a state budget. Bowman said staff are continuing to review how that might affect Albemarle's budget, so there may still be some adjustments based on new revenues that may be coming in. They're also reviewing the American Rescue Plan that was passed by Congress earlier this week. Local staff wants to find out how that will affect the budget.
2: In my mind, I think of this as almost another round of the CARES, coronavirus relief funds that were received uh, in the last calendar year.
0: The recommended budget does not include any of those federal funds just yet, and budget staff are checking to see what the rules are for their usage. Overall, Virginia is expected to receive $6.8 billion for state and local aid from the ARP, according to the Associated Press the county is putting $3 million in one-time funds toward expanding broadband in Albemarle and creating an Office of Broadband Access. Supervisors directed staff to go in that direction in a joint meeting with the Albemarle Broadband on February 17th. Trevor Henry is the assistant county executive.
1: Um, We all experienced the, you know, my words, the the tsunami of, of, uh, of internet need that occurred, you know, over the past year. Uh, and, and really, we have all been you know, in that mode um,
0: since, since a, a year ago. Henry said that even households that thought they had good access to broadband taxed their connections when almost every group went online.
1: And so the work that has come since a year ago has only intensified um, the critical needs. And we have a lot of opportunities in front of us now to do some meaningful work. The programs you know, offered at the federal, at the state level, and at the local level
0: some of the work will be to pay for the last mile, where clusters of structures are near a fiber line, but their owners may not be able to afford to make the connection. Details of the office and the program will come back to the board later this spring. But to make it work, staff will have to be hired.
1: The, the addition of, a, uh, of an operations person, an administrator, will help with, help us with setting up purchase orders, taking care of, you know, of, of all the billing Um, Taking citizen uh, requests, responding, tracking that data, those kinds of metrics, um, making sure that, that, you know, the action items that we have in all the various meetings related to broadband get tracked and uh, and captured and, and we're working to execute them.
0: Supervisors all indicated support for the recommendations to move forward. Both Louisa and Nelson County have announced plans to move forward toward universal broadband access through public-private partnerships with electric cooperatives. Earlier this month, the Louisa Board of Supervisors announced a $15 million investment. There's a meeting today facilitated by the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission to see how the model being used in Louisa and Nelson can be expanded to cover what's known as the Middle Mile in Albemarle. Legislation to allow Dominion and Appalachian Power to expand their broadband efforts past the General Assembly this year and awaits action by Governor Ralph Northam. The work session also covered public safety. Supervisor Diantha McKeel observed that new legislation requires localities to change the way service calls related to mental health crises are handled.
2: I know there's some discussion about creating A team between the, well, so that the police don't have to respond by themselves to many of our mental health calls. There's nothing in the budget, Andy, right now around that um, initiative.
0: Bowman confirmed that and suggested that Police Chief Ron Lance will be giving an update on that in the near future. Another new expense in the budget is the hiring of five people to staff the North Garden Volunteer Fire Company during the day with fire and rescue service to start by the fall of 2022.
2: Currently, uh, there are no county staff uh, down there. They're entirely volunteer. We received a letter from them in the fall requesting supplemental staffing uh, during the weekday daytime.
0: The budget also includes purchase of an ambulance for the North Garden Department. Bowman said that over the past four budgets, the county has added 32 full-time equivalents to fire and rescue. Some of those positions have been supported by grants from the federal government, and the idea is to increase coverage to meet the needs of a growing population. A more in-depth discussion of public safety budgetary issues will be held at the March 18th work session. On March 22, supervisors will talk in detail about transit. Charlottesville Area Transit had requested $1.47 million, but the draft budget only recommends a million. Albemarle would contribute $6,137 a year for the new Afton Express and $2.18 million for Jaunt. CAT provided an update on proposed route changes at the February 24th Regional Transit Partnership.
2: In fiscal year 21, there are two studies that are taking place through the Regional Transit Partnership. Uh, One of those is a longer-term regional transit vision plan. The other one is funded in 21, looking at some outmoral-specific transit services. And we'll be looking uh, to what comes from that report as we head to fiscal year 23 and beyond.
0: Supervisors wanted more information on several things, including current response times for North Garden, the status of daytime staffing of the Earliesville Volunteer Fire Company, and the cost of operating the future Biscuit Run County Park. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. Thank you very much for listening. And if you have any questions about anything that you've heard, please drop me a line or also leave a comment. I'll be back tomorrow with another installment. And then another one is planned for Monday that will wrap up the entire Charlottesville quarantine report, which I think I'm going to officially retire after the next episode, which will also double as a future episode of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, please send it on to somebody else if you think that they would be interested. Stay safe out there.